You wanna go to war? You got a war. You started it, we gonna finish. Of the Funko Podcast. Seis. Seis. It is seis. Cuatro, cinco, seis. Seis? My Spanish is a rusty. Says you. Wah, wah, wah. I am, uh, once again, Dan Destroyer. Chris Crude. And uh, we're <clears throat> bringing you a, a, the two man episode. We're like a fighter jet. It's like, it's, it requires two people. Fighter jet episode. That's what we're going to start calling them. Oh. This would be this would be the top gun of the podcast world. You got it. That, We're bringing are, it to are, you are, upside are, down. Are you Maverick? Yeah, that makes you goose. Yeah. Oh man. Great balls of fire. You need to start doing that as a catchphrase now. I have at any rate, you great balls of fire. No, that just reminds me because that dude gets killed off in the middle of the movie. And it reminds me of all the old Star Trek episodes where you could tell which... Yeah, was going to die first. Yeah. The shucks, I'd like to be buddies with that guy. He seems like he's A-OK. Yeah, he's going to die before the movie's over. That kind of thing. Yeah. That happened a lot in the 80s, yeah. Um, you know what else happened in the 80s? The 80s. Montage. Montage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, montage. I forgot. Montage was big in the 80s. Um, since you brought it up... They are, I had heard, they are bringing back Top Gun again. Tom Cruise is going to be in it. That takes my breath away. I bet it does. And, uh, Danger Zone. Yeah, that's the only other is, reference I was going to go to. For. Is, uh, Tom Cruise going to play the part of the crusty old veteran in the tower and he's yelling at all them young whippersnappers from uh, in the tower? <coughs> I don't know. They're keeping tight lipped about it. I had heard they were actually going to have him as a fighter pilot again, which I was like, that's doesn't pan out right. But 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 the big thing was is supposedly they were finding a way, and I'm guessing it's in probably montage or flashback form, where he's going to be like the ghost Obi Wan Kenobi. They're bringing back Goose as well. Well, I don't know about you know uh, what is it. I think Church of Scientology has their own military force now, and he'd probably have to be the lead gunner. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying now. Yeah, you were going for a joke, but you realized it wasn't, it was like bread that only sat in the oven for about five minutes, it wasn't fully formed. 
speaking of fully formed, had some Taco Bell. I don't know if I'm going to take a shit during this podcast or not. And that would be different than any other. Well, no, nah, I guess you don't take a shit normally. But yeah, and instead of Macho Man being here today, we have fire packets of Taco Bell sauce. Yeah, I forgot to grab Macho on the way out. I was in a rush. Uh, I know what we have to do now. Yeah, that's right. We've got some backups. Only problem is you can't see him. No, you can't. Brap do. He's making the rounds here recently. Although he's in a new Disney movie. I saw he plays a bowl. Which, why didn't they get The Rock to do that? I don't, maybe he was up first. I don't know. I have questions. I have no answers. Okay, since we're talking about movies, I've been watching quite a few <coughs> here recently. Thanks to me joining Netflix, but that's more for me watching The Punisher and Stranger Things 2. But uh, since I got the old Plex network up and running again on my end, I've been uh, checking out movies. In your end? Yes. And uh, watched Wolf of Wall Street, but I realized I've slept through some of it, so I'm going to have to rewatch that again. Plus, that's a fucking long movie. And it's like three hours. Yeah, you just score the easy fashion. Unedited. Pretty good. I mean, the guy's a dirtbag, but you still laugh at him. Now I'm trying to think. It's it's worth speaking of uh, sexist, uh, masochistic point of view. Yeah, I mean it takes place in the '80s on Wall Street, so some of it, some it's in the '90s as well. But seeing Harley Quinn naked was worth watching it for me. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, I'm trying to think about myself. Then I had you. Uh, Upload The Wraith, a fine 80s film about uh, pseudo-punk rock drag It's like somebody watched The uh, the Road Warrior and was like, we need to do a version of that with Charlie Sheen. And oddly enough, I noticed there are some parallels between that movie and The Crow that came later. But, in all fairness, it kind of follows the same... Storyline, because it's going by the legend of the wraith of the person that gets murdered unjustly, and they come back to avenge their death. So it kind of falls along that line, but it's worth seeing because so Clint, is it also Clint Howard has hair and lots of it, but most of it is like it's he's still balding a little bit in the front. Ron Howard's brother, yes, and he has lots of like really tall, like almost kid and play kind of hair. He plays the brains of the other gang. But he's the, only, and he's the only one smart enough to know what the shit's coming down the pike and he needs to get away. So is that, uh, is that before or after Christine with the, car, the possessed car? You know, that probably came out right around the same time. I'm thinking that movie was like 84 and Christine was... 82 to 84. So maybe. I don't know. We could sit here and check the facts, but I'm, nah, I'm not that worried nah, about it. I'm not worried either. So, yeah. So, Wraith. Um, what other movies did I see here recently? I watched a few. The new Punisher series is just as good as I thought it was going to be. 
I know there's a lot of people that whined about uh, Bergenthal, the guy that played Shane on The Walking Dead, being Frank, but he really does sell the role, so it's good. I'd recommend it. I still need to finish watching it yet. I'm about halfway through. I, I don't usually binge too much and watch. <clears throat> I got shit I got to do with my life, so. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Uh, how about you? I just, I just sit at home and wallow, wallow in my misery for not having a life. Wah, wah, wah. I need a soundboard in this podcast now. Just like it's... You're doing a fine job on your own. <laughs> no need to outsource. I just I can't do the, the boat horn real well. Just like, fwah, fwah, fwah. That's about as good as I can get it. When would you need a sound like that? I don't know. If you do something really gangsterish. <laughs> Or somebody needs to drop the mic. Or after I introduce you, I'll be like, it's Chris Crude! Fuh, fuh, fuh. That's more like a whoop, whoop. I think you're, you're confusing, like, millionaire yachting boats with, like, the Coast Guard. Isn't that the sound of the police? Yeah, that is true. That's the sound of the police. All those old guys referencing fucking 80s rap songs for... Speaking of which, I also brought up uh, somebody, actually uh, one of the bands I listened to, uh, Wizard Union. They post a lot of stuff on their band page. And they posted someone doing a, uh, a, a death metal version of a rap group called the, is it the Gucci Crew or something? But I made the observation, I was like, remember when rappers used to actually be kind of threatening? You'd almost be like almost a little bit afraid of them. Not so much like, Jesus, I could take these guys and I'm old and slow. I don't know, just I'm I'm old and cranky. That's what most for me most hip hop good hip hop ended at about nineteen ninety five. Sounds <clears throat> oh man, you're expecting me to carry this today. No, I, 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 mean, I, I do to, expect some to back get and wired. forth. Back and forth? I don't know. You I got nothing? Just, just, it's, right. a, it's a slow day for me. Okay. I mean, all I'm doing positivity. I'm trying for the positivity, but I don't, I don't feel it like the realisms of... Uh, feel it, feel it, since we're referencing... Christmas coming, and you know, for Christmas present, we got the walking papers from work. Mm. Yeah. I've been in this boat before, but it's a lot more final this time. As far as I know, yeah, we're not going back. There ain't no going back, man. So, yeah, I don't know. I just make the most of it I can. I have, uh, Got all the paperwork rolling on uh, making my own business. Cool. I've got all the paperwork and tax stuff taken care of. I just need to sign some licenses, and I'm waiting to, waiting for everything to finally be over and talk to unemployment people and see what having your own business on the side has to do with uh, benefits and... I'm trying to... Yeah. You'll probably have to record 
how much money he made every week. So we can talk about this some more once the podcast is over and everything's not completely on record. But uh, <laughs> I can guide you a little bit through some of that because I had actually approached that idea one of the times we got laid off. But yeah, we'll talk about that some more later. But yeah, I know Christmas. You don't you don't you don't think that's a proper subject? We could have like. Uh turn our regular podcast into like one of them Sunday Financial Times talk shows and <coughs> that'll be awesome do our best AM radio what well, I'd rather do uh, FM in the morning crew then you'd need you'd need, need soundboard. soundboard make up another fake character like Mr. Hand or Man in the Box or some other shit Talk like I had eight cups of coffee before I came in here. All right, yeah. And uh, let's see, in the background, uh, we'd have to play, uh, what's that one song from the 80s? I Don't Want to Work. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drum all day. That needs to play in the background for most of the... Isn't that the usual format? And uh, morning radio. You tell really bad to jokes. Sound, we do that sounds already. a lot better than... Of course, I don't get to listen to morning radio anymore because I'm going to go back to negativity at work. They changed all the uh, <laughs> they got new uh, networking gear and they're blocking a lot more stuff than they did before. So, so no more listening to the radio. No the... more streaming radio through the work computers uh, and I'm too lazy to use up data or too cheap to use up data on my phone. So uh, in one aspect, it kind of sucks, but another aspect, I kind of like it because I don't have to listen to shit I don't want to listen to. I have an excuse now. Oh, that is true. <coughs> you always have to share the radio with your coworkers, and you have to make everything office friendly and safe for work. So no listening to the first album of Suicidal Tendencies at work. I used to do, I still have that in a work computer, like saved. I just uh, used to blare it when I worked afternoons all by myself, but... Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. See? You hand the mic to me, I'm just bringing everything down. Yeah. Oh, well. So I'm going to move on to uh, gaming then. <laughs> gaming, eh? something new I turned off Borderlands this weekend and went through and played God of War from front to back and remembered where all the hiding spots were and where all the world the godly possessions and worldly treasures and all the good stuff's at got back into that it was kind of fun learning some of the controls and doing things I normally didn't do. Yeah. Instead of just uh, beating people up, playing with them and seeing how much I could juggle them and seeing how much I could... seeing how many brutal kills I could get. Like, I set a goal for myself. I wasn't just going to beat people outright. Like, every every person I meet, it's got to be a brutal kill. Okay. You got to troll it. I, I went through the whole thing couple hours yesterday, couple day, couple today. I'm all better now. I got it out of my system. Okay. 
It's right. got, got a War 3. I forgot how much I hate the the last 20 minutes of a game is just like watching a cutscene and you can't speed it up or you can't skip it. skip it. You just gotta sit there. Go make a sandwich. Other than that, other than that, it was nostalgia. It brought back a taste of the better days. Ah. Well, I bought Star Wars, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Now I had gotten the early edition of it downloaded because there for a while it wasn't even looked like you could buy a disc of it anywhere. Everyone wanted to sell you the download code. So I went and just did it straight through PlayStation. And supposedly uh, I got to play it two days early, but two days was fucking of downloading it. So when I finally got to play it, it, I don't know. It's growing on me some, but I was kind of disappointed with a lot of it at first. It's a lot of the same shit. It doesn't seem like they improved a lot of it, and they changed some stuff, so like it's harder to get abilities now, it seems like. Because you get what they call star cards, and those are part of your abilities for your characters. And I was going to say, is that one of the loot box games that everybody's bitching about? I know there's other ones that... Oh, no. Might be. Describe what you heard about. No, it's just the, about uh, certain games that the only thing you can like get good weapons is to like spend money. Oh, yeah. Getting, getting credits so you can open different loot boxes and. Yeah, it's kind of one of those. Yeah, you get you get a daily crate and you got crates you can buy once you get so many points. And supposedly eventually you can go out and use like your PlayStation credits that you got to buy more stuff. So yeah, it's kind of one of those. Um, I'm trying to give it a chance and there for a while it was sending me to a lot of the same about three battlefields now it has been varying it up a little bit more but uh, I don't know I'm trying to let it grow uh, on me but I'm still at the point where I'm just about ready to go out and buy Call of Duty the new one it's World War 2 and I haven't bought Call of Duty in a long time because I got really disgusted with that title after a while but I've heard really good things about it, but I also remind myself that the multiplayer version is usually just a lot of kids after a while that report you because they think you're trolling or you've got some sort of patch just because you're better than them. So that is the one thing I will give uh, Battlefront 2 is the uh, campaign version is actually pretty good. The play on that's pretty good. But the uh, multiplayer, I'm, I don't know, which is why I bought it. I'm still trying to see if it grows on me um i will say destiny 2 i was, have been really happy with playing that game they the changes they made were actually for the better so i don't know i've been really getting into that i've been playing a lot of that so just it, reading there's some uh overpowered weapon they let loose gonna have to Get on that before they patch it. I think I've already got it. That's a, what's it called? The something coil? It's like a rocket launcher that shoots about 15 rockets or something. And if it's the one I'm thinking of. And yeah, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, yeah, there's going to be a patch that powers this down eventually. If they hadn't already, I noticed that I downloaded a new patch. But the weapons I usually use, I upgraded. Because you can infuse other weapons and bring up the the count on it for its strength. 
So, and I'm also going to sit here and bitch about one of the games you bought, because I haven't bought it yet, but I don't know. It's uh, WWE 2K18. Because, I don't know, my biggest bitch with that anymore is I wish they would do it a different way so you didn't have to rebuy the title every year. Because I get tired of making characters, trying to go through it, like the career mode. Because by the time I start and everything else, then the, the new game's getting ready to come out again. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm tired of it. And they keep changing the grapple system. And I think I like the grapple system better, what, three games ago? Couldn't find it or you just gave up? Couldn't find it. Okay. Yeah, I think I... Both gave up. Oh, Warcliff Coil or something, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, it won't surprise me if they end up toning that one down a bit. Yeah, I've tried the <clears throat> wrestling a little bit too. I'm still playing around backstage. I still haven't changed any of my moves that they give you. Yeah. I was did download some instructions though. I told myself I was going to look through it and actually play it and Try and learn something a little bit better, but... Yeah, that was the other thing I got tired hasn't of. hasn't happened. With 17, is, yeah, I had to keep going online to try and remember if I quit playing it for a while. I have to go back and try and remember what was what. And yeah, I don't know. I wish they do it differently like they do like with some like Battlefield games where you buy one game and then that game's good for like three years at least and you just keep buying, getting download packages <clears throat> instead kind of like that a little bit better. And I still have to download Chris Benoit and Super Mario. <laughs> Haven't even done that yet. Man. So, I'm trying to think of what else has been going on. I wanted to talk about. I had a had a sheet of some things and forgot to grab it. I know I've kind of wanted to update the format where we do some <clears throat> things or something, which one of them was crude poetry at one point. But, Crude poetry. Yes. I, you're gonna make me think. Yeah. I had I had ideas, but it's been so long since we were, we recorded. Yeah, I know that was another thing. I, I decided it was time for us to get an episode out. At least get a little something out there. <clears throat> we've got some good stuff coming uh, up, but it's probably gonna be the new year before. We've been busy with the band. The band. The band. All right. Crude poetry, huh? It's more like... Eh, it's not poetry. It's uh, limericks. Crude, oh, well, crude limericks. I was going to call it crude haikus at one point, but I didn't want to limit you so much. Well, there once was a man named Chris Crude who liked to podcast in the nude. When he sat at an angle, Dan seen the long dangle and yelled, Put your junk away, dude! The end. <laughs> the end. Now what? I don't know. I, I, I can't give it. I can't give it all to you. You know. Yeah. No. I got. I gotta save one for next time. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help. Like I said, you're being such a downer today. I was already pissed off at, at, earlier in the week because the Cheeto in charge rolled back all this fucking federally protected land and Native American land. To, Start strip mining, and 
I didn't want to get too political, but that shit just pissed me off. And yes, our, the whole thing with work still does kind of bum me out. So, yeah, this is going to be a lively podcast. I'm thinking maybe now after we've done a review of, I'm trying to think if there's any other movies though that I watched that I want to talk about, but I can't remember. Yeah, I should have wrote some shit down. This will be a short one, I guess. That's what she said. Wah, wah, wah. And it didn't help the other night. Uh, I'm a little less prepared because we lost power in part of Fostoria. And I was right next to it. Right next to it? Right in the thick of it? Yeah. There was a substation by me. I heard it go. I heard it go, boop. Then power was gone. It got kind of cold that night. Did you have power in the sender? Oh, yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Made the news. But. Yeah, well, it has something to do with the uh, being a block away from another substation in That's town. True. The one that powers the factory that's closing on us. Yeah. Dan, there. See, you talked me right into bringing it up again. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Well, I can sit here and bitch about skateboarding. I wonder, so I wonder, I wonder if... I wonder, I wonder I if, that uh, for a separate episode. What, what, what do you have to bitch about? What, skateboarding? Yeah. Oh, there's been a whole shoe dilemma thing that hits a lot of the forums that I get tired of seeing. Fuck it. We'll go ahead and launch into it. Some shoes. Time. Skate shoes. See, because there's a Fashion. whole... There's a whole anti-Nike movement out there. And granted, I, for a long time, I was really kind of one of those that was like, I don't want those fuckers involved with skateboarding, blah, blah, blah. But as anybody that's known me in a little while and has seen I wear Nike skateboarding shoes. Because after... You're a sellout, man. Yeah, I know. It's, I've been called that. Trust me. Um, I discovered at one point the problem with the most skateboarding shoes, especially when you get older, is... They're not comfortable to wear for any length of time, and they don't last. So I'd heard how a lot of the uh, Nike SBs, they were comfortable. They actually lasted longer, so I went ahead and bought one pair. And yeah, I discovered they were right. As an old skater with really shitty feet, that, yeah, my arches didn't hurt. My feet didn't hurt after wearing them for a couple hours. And that's been the big thing. They need, like, well, you know, you need to support uh, skateboard companies, they make shoes that are owned by skaters and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, why should I bother when, A, nobody makes their shoes in the United States? Because that's a huge thing for me with skateboarding. Is I still try and buy as much product as I can that's made here in the United States. America. Because a lot of skateboarding products are made in China or right over the border in Mexico anymore. And yeah, as someone that's losing their job to foreign production... That's well. It's, it's always been kind of a big thing to me. I grew up in a union family, so I try to at least as much support as much American-made product as I could. So, but I've I've kind of gotten on the the tangent of I don't care if and I'm going to drop a name here. I don't care if Don Brown, a freestyler from the '80s, is making money because I'm buying his shitty shoes that don't last worth a damn and are uncomfortable. If he'd make a better product, 
then I'd probably buy them, but he doesn't. Then they just keep giving you disposable product that's not made worth a damn, so you'll just keep buying more. So, Disposable shoes in a disposable society. That's right. So, I'm really trying to do my part to change that a little bit. So, Same with board companies. I only uh, try to, and it kind of, it's not really cost me, anything but there's a company that I probably could have been more active with on the internet and gotten recognition if I had worked with them more my biggest problem with them was is they get their boards made in Mexico now now the guy that does them there's another one that's a huge name in skateboarding he makes decent product but I still have a problem with the fact that he hasn't made in Mexico so so now I just buy decks that are made in the United States, like uh, Assault Skateboards, my big one. I ride them. Uh, American Nomad, uh, Shipyard Skates. I'm trying to make sure I don't leave anybody out that I deal with. Um, Fickle, uh, Lou out of Cincinnati. You know, that dude's makes me here in the States, so I try and buy decks off of him every so often. And uh, let's see, I'm trying to... Th- oh. Pete's Pigs, actually one of the decks I bought off him. That he's hand makes his boards. He's another one that hand makes his boards. Great product. So I'll drop his name as well. In Speed Lab Wheels, they have their product made here, so I keep dealing with them. So and I still accidentally kind of brought it back to work in some ways. So, but. Yeah, okay, I guess that was the shoe rant I was going to do. I've got a couple others that I was going to talk about how, I don't know, the state of skateboarding, but I'll save that for another podcast. Not that it's bad, it's just, just changed, and some of us in the 90s were complacent about not calling it out before. So I'll get into that a whole another rant some other time. This is really just brought it down, man. We brought it down. I guess uh, we've got any wrestling news to cover. Page is back. Yes. Despite all the controversy. She brought a couple NXT girls up with her and they've got Mm -hmm. their own little crew, their own little posse and delivering beatdowns on everybody. Yep. I must say, uh, her mom is actually a little more hardcore than she is. I've been checking out some of the matches her mom does. Little mill faction. Yeah, actually, since you brought it up, yes. But she's just she's a much more brutal wrestler. I mean, she could have, if she would have been over here in the United States, she would have easily been just right at home in the ECW. I think for a lot of. That's so, hot. <laughs> Speaking of ECW, I watched Ring of Honor last night. And I didn't realize at some point the Briscoe brothers have turned heel. And they've got a feud going with Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer. What? Yeah. Yep, they got a feud going with the two of them. So. Yeah, Dreamer pops up every now and then still. Yeah, I was surprised to see him on Ring of Honor, though. I had heard rumors he might pop up on there. And I kind of wondered if it was going to be that because... Yeah, Bully Ray had teamed up with the Briscoes and they were had the uh, three-man tag titles for a while. And I think the Briscoes turned on Bully Ray because they blamed him for a loss. 
that they had against, was it the Kingdom? I think it was the Kingdom. I don't know. Memory's not great today. But, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, good for Ring of Honor. I mean, it's actually going to make a good storyline for... So, oh, which led me to believe, to go, because the Briscoes were talking shit about Bully Ray and uh, the management at Ring of Honor. So it ended up they're going to have, what do they call it? They didn't call it a Philly street fight. They were calling it a New York street fight for, I think, their pay-per-view or something they're doing next. The next big thing they're doing for Ring of Honor. So basically, it's going to be a hardcore match. Which would be pretty cool. And you got me thinking. Philly street fight, they throw cheesesteaks at each other. Like <laughs> yes. New York street fight, they throw like... <laughs> <coughs> hot, hot, hot dog vendors and uh, <laughs> they throw, yes, they throw and, hot dog vendors and, uh, <laughs> or like pretzel I don't know yes okay New York City with the thin with the thin sliced pizza, pizza. And, uh, and then they'll have a Chicago street fight which yes. will be thick crust pizza that yes. they throw it in one another no the Philly street fight was usually it was they'd bring in tables chairs uh, I'm trying to think if thumbtacks were involved, but usually someone's got to be put through a table. You know, WWE adopted that. They don't call it the Philly Street Fight. No. But, but I think it's basically is there are, like, there are no rules. I think you have to, someone's got to be put through a table or something, if I remember right. Um, Public Enemy was the one that really kind of made it popular once they left... ECW and went to WCW and then the, I think they did do a short stint they did WWE. a tear dome yeah public enemy yeah I knew that was coming well don't believe the hype <laughs> yeah boy alright gotta... we're just sitting here on the couch I'm just lamping yeah <laughs> Did you have any other wrestling? I know there was probably some other wrestling stuff I want to talk about. I saw a really bad Kurt Angle wrap off that somebody posted against uh, Cena when Cena I think was still the uh, prototype and he was still doing the rap, the real heavy rap thing. When he looked like Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he wore like the chain around his neck and yeah, Kurt Angle did a really terrible rap that he was really proud of against him, but. He had one of the refs beatboxing. That's still better than the Kurt Angle. Right now, one of the wrestlers is supposedly his long-lost son, his illegitimate child, and he keeps coming to dad. How many times are they going to spin he that keeps, on He keeps WWE. wanting to be... Having dad put him in the matches against all the top names, and he keeps getting his ass kicked and making dad look bad. It's almost as bad as when Hornswoggle was supposedly uh, McMahon's illegitimate son. I don't know. It's no wonder I watch Ring of Honor more than WWE sometimes. Well, that and just by the fact that it's on. It's just there. <clears throat> so, all right. I've watched. I've watched Ring of Honor a little bit, just to see some of the guys that also do the. New Japan, yeah, because those guys team up together and do shows. 
Yeah, and they've had uh, Colt Cabana do color commentary, which he, he's pretty good at, you know, so. But it also just reminds me for some reason of when uh, McMahon was trying to sideline Macho Man back in the early 90s and having him do color commentary instead of wrestling. And Macho wasn't having it. Had to get in there at some point. I don't remember what what was. Was it Razor Ramon? Because he ended up having a feud with somebody, and that's what got him back in the ring. I don't remember what it was. I know I've got it on one of those DVD box sets I've got. All right, well, I guess we'll kind of close this up because apparently we do not have a shit ton of stuff to talk about. There's some stuff we could kind of talk about, but I want to kind of save it until we get closer to things coming out. Um... I guess I so could. you're blaming me for bringing things down, but yet you're admitting you're hiding, you're hiding subject content that I could be very useful for. I could have been a powerhouse. I could have been a somebody, a contender. Yeah, well, it's no, my, you're, it's you're, mainly, hiding, you're hiding the good content from me. Mainly, uh, not hiding it from me because you know about it too. It's mostly episodes that are coming up, but I want to kind of wait till they're actually here or closer to being done. And uh, we could talk about the album a little bit, but I kind of wait till we're actually kind of done. I will say the new Sacred Cows we're going to do as a uh, download on Bandcamp. You don't have to worry about buying a CD or catching us at one show to be able to buy our CDs. So That one show we did that one time? That one time. Keyword is one. We might end up doing one more show, but we're not, we're not in a huge hurry. And also with lives, everybody's re- leading right now. It's hard for us to get like a Friday night off and everybody being able to play. So that's kind of why only one show. We may end up doing one or two more within the next couple months. It's up in the air. We've not been too aggressively pursuing it. If we pursued it more, I think we could actually get more shows. But I don't know. I'm kind of content at the moment. Plus it's... It's cold outside right now, so... It is. I don't feel like... We're old. Don't feel like holding lots of gear in and out of the cold. <laughs> we're lame. <laughs> and I'm not about ready to go to a show and borrow somebody else's drum set. I always... That's always weird to me. Yeah, I, I kind of relate to that. And Yeah. You like having your own stuff and... You don't worry about breaking it either that way, even if it's even if it's a minute chance, you know, just Yeah. I don't know. Which All right, me. well you're okay. I was gonna say you're trying to cut it off, but we keep hanging on. I was, yeah. I was gonna make a clean break. No, nah, don't bother yet. Alright. I'll go ahead and pin you up against the ropes and do that thing some more. Um, I did actually want to bring up because it is actually worth watching. Uh PBS has been been doing uh Live at Howard's it's on Thursday nights at 11, and they re-show it again, I think, a half hour later. So it's usually pretty much back-to-back. And they show it on Saturdays, too, at like 3 in the morning, if I remember right. But it's worth checking out, seeing some of the local and Ohio and other talent that's been there. So I am a little bit bummed that they only showed one song of the Hemi Devils, but that's my own personal gripe. Um, they showed a lot of the Living Deads. That was pretty cool. I was there for that show. That was an awesome show. I think I tried dragging you along that night and you couldn't go. It's one of the few times you couldn't. I remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, no, I just uh, shout out uh, Nikki at Howard's, and yeah. it was pretty cool that the, the college TV station recorded everything and made a series out of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're doing a lot of uh, what they were calling mixtape programs here recently. So it's been cool to check out. So, we're checking it out. Support your local scene any way you can, even if it's sitting at home watching on TV. Usually for shows. Um, I guess going to wrap it up. Um, I'm trying to think what band I've talked to a couple different bands, and actually, you know what? Since we talked about it, here we'll, we go. Um, well, we've seen this band, uh, Split Second. Yeah, I've seen them several times. I know you've seen them at least once. I'm trying to think. We might have seen them twice together. I think we might have came in, and I'm not positive of this. I was trying to remember. We might have caught like the very end of their set on one of the Wednesday night shows we went to. I was trying to think if they opened for El Escapado and uh, the Old Breed. They might have. It sounds right. I think they might have opened. We caught like the last 10, 15 minutes of them. Didn't know who they were at that point. And then I saw them again. Well, we both saw them again playing, uh, had been a Hemi Devil show, Laurel and the Lovin', and who was the third band, or the fourth band, there was a fourth band, don't remember the fourth band now, Texas Trash, so we saw them then, and then I saw them also at another Hemi Devil show you did not get to go to. That was the same one that the Living Dead's played at. Split Second played there as well. So, they are, well, since we're talking about them also, they are actually, I have talked to the that band, and uh, they're working on a new album, and they're going to try and come on the podcast at some point in the beginning of the year. So, been in contact with them. So, look forward to that episode. Uh, they are out of Defiance, Ohio. They have a Bandcamp page. Check them out, but also we're going to play one of their songs at the uh, end of this podcast, and I think it's going to be Eye for Eye, Split Second. So check that out at the end. And uh, got any other closing comments? I can't even think of a good uh, movie quote to go out on, except for One of Wolf of Wall Street. Where he goes, I need those quaaludes. I'm not going to die sober.
Busy tuna cans. Dude, we couldn't find a slant ball anywhere. Yeah, we went cross town, down the Crawford Gully, and we stopped for a, a box of goobers. You guys are pissing me off. I want that faggot. Yeah, this freaks into us for about 13,000 bucks. We spent all last night banging on them two bodies. I got, I got scabs on my knuckles and everything like that. It's your damn job, gutter boy. What's he got with us? What he's got is an ass full of trouble. Yeah, it's about time we get into somebody's ass, huh? <laughs> we'll be him like a red-headed stepchild. I'm gonna knock his ass lower than whale shit. <laughs> <laughs>